Dad, I want you to tell me, because you were the first one that showed me this a while back, is is the the resurrection was what declared him the son of God. That's what that was our that was our official. It's done. Mm-hmm. That was God saying, I accept payment. Here mm-hmm. you are. So on that Saturday, it's funny this comes up. On that Saturday or or whatever day it was between when Jesus was crucified and and when Jesus rose again the next day, whatever day that was, on that day, the disciples were, okay, I don't know what's going on. I've seen all this stuff. I don't know. But when he rose again, that was it. That was God saying, it's done. I've accepted it. And he has proven the Son of God by his resurrection. The important thing, too, is that at this point and that's what paul's talking about it's like he's he's letting people know okay this message is is from god he did all these things and remember he's talking like we were talking about talking to a people the gentiles who were separated from the oracles of god they didn't understand the true living god they had a lot of gods but they didn't have the true living god which came through the lineage of the people of, of, of god in israel in the jewish nation that's who he walk through to provide his oracles and now he's going he's basically telling this people he said guess what it's coming to you now we we've given it our due diligence on how good it is let's let the people see for themselves do you believe us yet (laughs) (laughs) the enemy must not want this to go i hadn't had a pimple in like 25 years one popped up on my nose right before this video i'm just noticing it now it's smiling at me (laughs) All right, here uh, we go. So now, don't scare people off, now, John. They, they, yeah, I may have. I, may, I think out on their we, had, we had seven for two seconds. I think they've seen it, <laughs> but we love you. God bless. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, uh, another episode of In His Light, but we're doing something new today, a Bible study. A Bible study on Romans. <laughs> we're going to do it live. I've been excited about this. I've been begging my dad to do this for a long time, but the Lord just keeps throwing things at him, and they're blessed, so we'll just do it the Lord's way, but I'm excited about this because I personally know how hard it is to get disciplined enough to be able to have the time to read your Bible and read the Word, and the whole point of this is that we are going to read for you. We're going to study. We're going to go line by line through the Bible. We're going to read. We're going to talk about it. We're going to fellowship about it. There's an open chat there that you can talk to us about it. And we're uh, we're going to go through Romans. And and Romans is, me and dad have this conversation all the time, right, dad, uh, when we were talking about it. So <laughs> if somebody was like new to the Bible, what, what, where would you tell them to start? And I think like both of us kind of agree, we'd go to the Gospels. If Maybe if we had to pick a book, we'd say John, right? And then, right. and then Romans, because Romans, and listen to this, because this should get you excited. Romans is like a complete diagnosis of Christianity. And that's another mm-hmm. thing, too. He's talking to Gentile believers. That's who the letter's to. So Paul was commissioned by Christ to bring the good news to the Gentiles. So Romans is like, okay, this is what this life is about. And it goes in the beginning, and it diagnoses sin. It diagnoses why we are all sinners, the reasons. It, it gives us the good news. It gives us the problem we still have, Romans 7, the problem we still have with sin, the struggle, the battle that's still in us. And it goes to even practical stuff in Romans 12, how to uh, how to live this life. So, Dad, this is this is uh, exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, you're right, John. We, we've uh, 
been looking forward to doing this. There's so many things on the table. You know, the, God's word is so good. We're so blessed to have it. It's and it's just so many well, things well, out there that uh, topics and things that come up, come up that uh, we want to talk about and we see needs out there. And so, uh, but it's just going to be exciting to get into a book and, and Romans is definitely one of those uh, top ones. And it's funny, John, it's like what you said, we've talked about this and said, you know, if you, if you had somebody and you were going to, they were asking, Hey, okay, well, where do I start, you know, reading in the Bible? You know, I mean, this is one of the top ones. We always said, like you said, and it was funny that was confirmed because I was listening to a brother the other day and he said the exactly same thing. Somebody had wrote in and asked him, Hey, you know, where do I start reading in the Bible? And he told him the same thing, kind of what we had fellowshiped about. Yeah. I'd start with the, the gospels and, you know, read one of the gospels and then go to Romans and then, and then some of the other epistles. So, so it's like there's agreement in the spirit in this because everybody sees that, you know, there's just a lot of things in Romans. We're going to be blessed by this as we go through this and so many good things that are applicable. We're going to see how the word of God is the same yesterday, today and forever. We're going to be able to see how all these things apply to a lot of things that are even happening right now that we see, especially in the early chapters and then going through the life uh, that we experience as Christians as we as we walk. So many riches in this bad boy. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, I, I did a Romans commentary with uh, the late uh, uh, brother Chuck Missler, and he uh, he was talking about how people, uh, like non-believing, like just literature study people, or talk about the bulletproofness of Romans. Like this this mm -hmm. letter has been studied by believers and, and non-believers alike, and they're just baffled at the way it's put up and the bulletproofness right. of it. And and we know right. why. We know it's because it was authored by the Holy Spirit of God, and everything right. He does is perfect, and His Word always returns back. But I'm telling you guys, this should be exciting to you. This is kind of where it started for me. I mean, it was in the Gospels, but when I really my eyes started to be open was was when I got into this Romans commentary and and going through this book. It's it's good, and it's what we need to know in a time right now, brothers and sisters, that you can agree people are confused about what Christianity even is. And, and and they don't they they don't really know. I mean, I've heard so many things. Well, what about this, this, and that? And it's like, well, I mean, we've got the word of God here, and this is what Paul was doing. I reiterate on purpose. He was talking to non-Jewish believers on how to live this life and what it's about. So, should we uh should we read this thing, Dad? What do you think? I think I think uh, we can just we. We've given it our due diligence on how good it is. Let's let the people see for themselves. Yeah. Do you believe us yet? <laughs> All right. So the enemy must not want this to go. I hadn't had a pimple in like 25 years. One popped up on my nose right before this video. I'm just noticing it now. It's smiling at me. All right, here uh, we go. So now don't scare people off now, John. They, they yeah, might have. I, mean, I think out on their face. We, ha we had seven for two seconds. I think they've seen it. Around. But we love you. God bless. Don't miss yeah. out. Hey, if you're driving, remember my old joke from the original Promises video, pay attention to the road. We'll read it to you. That's the point of this. But if you're not, we've got the scripture on the screen, as you can see, which I just moved. I'll fix that. Sorry about that. And then uh, we'll go through it. Dad, do you want to read? Uh, start reading through this and uh, and we'll comment on wherever you feel like stopping. We'll let the spirit lead. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll just go right down through this and start with our first verse here. It says, Paul, a bondservant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. Wow. And we kind of covered uh, that. We talked about yep. 
He he's can't he was sent commissioned by Jesus Christ, our Lord. And a lot of people don't know this, and and that's okay because I didn't either. He he was sent to witness to the Jews. That's that was his commission. I mean, to the uh, Gentiles, non-believing right. Christians, right? And he wanted to. He talks about how bad he wanted to to get his brothers, you know, his Jewish brothers, to understand this. But his commission was with the Gentiles, and that's kind of what he's, was, he's stating here. Yeah, it was, and and uh, that's the thing. A lot of times he encountered who was his his biggest nemesis was was Jewish believers or Jewish people in the synagogues who he was ministering to, who would be coming against his message because it, it, it being of of the Christ, and so. They they were definitely hunting him down and trying to uh, you know destroy him and and try to defame his message you know uh, among those people who he was trying to minister to so yeah he dealt and, and that's the thing about the word of God you know I mean when you get into uh, uh, you know listen to different Bible teachers and stuff like that they're going to talk about hey this book was for so and so and and yes and that's important to take into consideration but don't limit yourself and say oh this was this was only speaking to this group of people no. I mean, the word of God is for us. It says every scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, right. instruction and in righteousness. So don't get caught up in saying, oh, well, this wasn't really for written for me. No, we need to always ask God, are you speaking to me? Is there yep. something here you're saying to me? No matter what, no matter what the original tent was or who the original audience was that it was directed to, it doesn't matter. It's the word of God. Period. And I mean, the best way I like to look at it is like this letter was written to a certain people. Like Paul was addressing right. Gentile believers, non-Jewish believers. But anybody can pull from this. This is the word of God. And and, mm -hmm. and it is what it is. Like there's no, there is no Jew. There is no Gentile. There's no slave. No, nothing. We're all one body. So we can all pull. So we, we don't need to get caught up. Speaking of Pharisees uh, getting mad at Paul. Uh, we don't need to get caught up in this argument about this. What? Oh, well, no, I'm not even going to listen to what you're saying because I'm worried about that this was written to this person and that. And I think that's what my dad's getting at. But man, exactly. we can easily just jump off subject, don't we? Can we possibly? No, no I mean, th this is what we're doing. We're trying to see what the Spirit of God is speaking to us. And this is the way people need to read the Bible. You know, when they're reading the Bible, uh, you know, read it and let God speak to you. If he if he's telling you something, he may be going off something because there's something he's talking to you about. This is how you read the word. How many times is it that you're reading a scripture and all of a sudden God starts talking about something semi-related to this, but he's trying to talk to you because he's using this situation to speak to you about something. And that's what that's what we're trying to do here as we read it. Uh, there's only a couple things I want to talk about in this first verse, John. I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the bond servant part. Because I was reading a little bit about this, you know, and it says that Paul was a bond servant of Christ Jesus. Well, I was reading a little bit about this. What a bond servant was 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 literally, uh, I mean, a lot of times that word is actually the word for slave. It, it's a bond servant was like a slave. It was beyond just a servant. It was like a servant who was like in the Jewish nation. If you were uh, enslaved because of debt or something like that to one of your, you know, God, of course, had laws where like after seven years, you know, they were supposed to be let free and stuff like that. They had a choice to stay or not. And uh, but that servant, that slave of someone could choose to stay with the master if they liked him. They appreciated them. They treated them well. They could choose to say, no, I want to stay with you. For the rest of my life 
they can make that choice. And then when they did that, they were marked and they were saying, hey, okay, you're going to be part of that. Well, this is what, it's almost like this is what Paul's saying in regards to Christ. He's saying, look, you know, you, you, I was once a slave to sin. We're going to see that. Once before, later on in the book, we'll see we once was a slave to sin, but now I've been set free by Christ, but I'm a slave to Christ now. I'm a bond servant of him. I, I willingly choose to be his servant and slave. I want to be with him because why? He's a good man. He's someone who treats me well. Look at all that he did for me. Just like that these people had made that decision sometimes when you become a bond servant. And you know, and that's what's so blessed. I mean, the Lord, it's like Paul saying, hey, I, hey the Lord saved me, but I willingly give myself over to him as as my lord and savior and and that's what's so blessed about it you know and that uh, you know and that's why he says it goes on called as an apostle set apart for the gospel of god in other words and then god he went to god and said hey i'm going to be your servant for the rest of my life and he says i'm going to set you apart for this gospel praise god yep and 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 a lot of us feel that way a lot of us feel you know you, you get into this life and 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 jesus loves on you and you start to you start to learn his word and his truth what else would you do that's how i feel like the pastor told yep. me in guatemala remember he's like what else would i do god save me <laughs> i'm i'm i choose right. to be here i choose to do this because because uh what else would i do peter said it remember lord you got the words to eternal life where are we going where are we gonna go i feel yep. you peter all right so yep. verse two this is a good one too because this is a lot of people don't a lot of people get so caught up at one or at least I did. We get so f- uh, hyper focused on one area of a section of the Bible and we do that all over the Bible. We don't get a whole picture. But Romans uh, chapter 1 verse 2 says which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the holy scriptures. He's talking about the overall fact that Jesus has been pointed at in the entire Old Testament. This has all been about the Christ, about the Jewish Messiah that would come and free the world of his sins. And he he's just reiterating that here. Like sometimes we're like, well, why is everybody confused? Because people aren't seeing that this whole everything, eternity, was always pointing to this before the uh, the foundation of the world. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's so true, John. It's just blessed that... Uh... You know, uh, he promised this beforehand. This is said the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. We're going to see as we go through this, anybody who doesn't know, I mean, Jesus Christ is the centerpiece of everything. He's really the beginning and the end. He said, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Okay, so he... He, he's he's what it was about. It says that in the he was in the beginning with God. It said everything was made through him and for him. That's what it says in the word. And so so that's what I'm saying. It's just blessed to understand that the, the Bible is just unfolding the message of, of what Father God did through his son for humanity. And then we're going to see that. And it's been prophesied through his prophets and the scriptures. And that's a fun thing to do. They're called Christophanies, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. You can go back in the Old Testament. It, they've got a Bible that I had. I, I gave it to a brother, but it was awesome. It was called a, a Christ-centered Bible, and it literally highlighted all the Christ references in the Old Testament. That's a fun study, guys. Look back there and notice that all of this is pointed to Christ, and it helps kind of make sense of the fact that God or Jesus was the Word made flesh. He was all of it as, as, as flesh. And uh, man, there's nothing more exciting when you get these treasures. And you'll realize, you'll understand how important the, the Word of God is in your life. But uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 3, look at us. I think it's been 
what, 10 minutes? We got a, <laughs> we're on verse three, okay. guys. I love it. <laughs> Concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh. I'll go ahead and let me go ahead and read through four because it kind of okay. is all one. I'm going to yeah, go read ahead. two through four and then we'll just talk about it. Which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We got to stop there and talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So many implications here. Dad, I want you to tell me because you were the first one that showed me this a while back is is the the resurrection was what declared him the son of god that's what that was our that was our official it's done mm-hmm. that was god saying i accept payment here mm-hmm. you are so on that saturday it's funny this comes up on that saturday or or whatever day it was between when jesus was crucified and and when jesus rose again the next day whatever day that was on that day the disciples were okay i don't know what's going on i've seen all this stuff i don't know but when he rose again that was it that was God saying, it's done. I've accepted it. And he has proven the Son of God by his resurrection. That's exactly right, John. Because remember, there was lots of people that came before and, and, and obviously after, you know, claiming that they were the Christ, even back then. So it's like a lot of people say that. So just because you go around saying something doesn't mean it's true. But God put his stamp on everything. Because Jesus said when he was here, what did he say? He said, I only do what what the father asked me to do he was definitely sent by god he knows that but he's proclaiming that a lot of people are standing on the outside saying well okay i hear you so what was the real stamp you see he died what was he doing he was up there dying for the sins of the world and everybody was standing below him mocking him oh yeah if you're the christ come down he was mocking him saying all these things he knew what he had to do but god put that stamp when he rose again that was god saying i accept the sacrifice of my son for humanity that's why the resurrection is the justification the proof it's that stamp that's the reason why he could go down like it said he went into the heart of the earth for those three days proclaiming hey i've done this this is done this is certified by the father i have set everyone free i have conquered death the key i have the keys of hell and Hades. He did that in the end. He, when that resurrection stamp was put on there, it was finished. Amen. And he knew it. And that's why he told Peter, get behind me. You're not going to kill me. That's why he he allowed all this stuff to happen. That's why he didn't petition uh, Pilate to free him, which he could have. He didn't do any of that because that's not how it's done. He didn't come down from that cross when he was being mocked because the death and resurrection was how it had to be done. So hallelujah. Praise the Lord for yeah. that. All right. <laughs> so, okay. So on that context, we're talking about, and, and just verse three and four, pretty simple. He's there, Paul is saying here, like, according to the flesh, the lineage of flesh, he came through David. Okay. That's the right. lineage down. And then according to the spirit of God, he came as the son of God, which was declared by his resurrection. And then it goes That's to right. say, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations. That's right. Absolutely, man. That is so good. I mean, it's like I said, you know, I mean, the, there's so many, so many good things. The Lord is just saying, look, look at what it took 
to bring because all these things were where God was going to fulfill his word through all the prophecies that was given ahead of time saying I'm going to send my son through this lineage all this stuff. just think of what it took to be able to do that I mean it's like I don't even know what the, the I'm sure the, the people who have crunched the numbers can come up and tell you this is a one in 1.1.5 trillion chance that all these things would come together like they like they did you know it's just amazing you know that God did this he put everything together just like he said he was going to do it because he accomplished what he's going to do and and that's what i've said when we see this so you say okay yeah that's that's great but i want people to understand that when i see that what do i see i say man god you went to all this for me i mean you did all these things for me i mean on an individual level he did it for each one of us you know so that he could purchase the people back i mean he went to that he, he didn't spare anything not even his own son to get us back to where we needed to be. And that's so good. And, and that's that's a part of the reason you might ask, I used to certainly, well, why uh why do we why is there so much confusion? How did the Jews crucify the Messiah? How did these people that study the Holy Scriptures their whole life not see this? And it's because it was such an articulately meticulous plan. They were looking for one part of the mission, and they missed the first part. They were looking for the King Messiah that will come. And they missed the suffering servant. And, and that's what happened. But all of those things were so detailed and so meticulous uh, to happen the way they happened to accomplish the goal. They just missed it. They're, they're just humans just like us. And, and they missed that part. And it's, it's really sad. And that's why it's so important to not just read the word in whole context of the Bible, but read it with the, the, the accompaniment of the Holy Spirit. We, we need to be praying before this so that he reveals us this truth. Yeah, and and you know it's so good that uh, you know the important thing too is that at this point, and that's what Paul's talking about. It's like he's he's letting people know, okay, this message is, is from God. He did all these things. And remember, he's talking like we were talking about talking to a people, the Gentiles, who were separated from the oracles of God. They didn't understand the true living God. They had a lot of gods, but they didn't have the true living God, which came through the lineage of the people of, of, of God in Israel, in the Jewish nation. That's who he walked through to provide his oracles. And now he's going, and he's basically telling this people, he said, guess what? It's coming to you now. It's coming to you. God did all this, and now he's going he's gonna to bring forth this whole word because that was his whole purpose from the very beginning, was from, from, the, from the very beginning of the garden on, his, his goal was to bring humanity back. And he worked initially through a man, Abraham, which became a nation, which which was which where he could show forth his types and bring forth his his Messiah, his own son, that he could save the whole world. But his ultimate goal was to redeem everybody back to himself. And praise God for that. And that's that brings us right to Romans six seven. That's basically what Dad just explained. So after that, we can move, including you who were called, including you. Remember, we're talking about Gentile believers here who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saint. saints. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's right. So, and, and, and how does that apply to each one of us? I mean, again, you, you take the word of God and you let it speak to you. It's just saying to us, he said, hey, I, I like to read these things to, to, to those. Uh, to me, he's talking to me. He said to those, hey, God loved me. I was called to be a saint. That's what he's telling me. God is speaking to me. I was called to be a saint. Grace and peace 
from God your Father, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, saying, "Hey, God, come and speak in grace and peace to us." Saying, "You're called to be a saint. Embrace that." That's why I said back in verse two, it says that that in in, in verse two where it talks about that, or I mean, verse one where it says he was Paul was set apart for the gospel. We need to embrace that as brothers and sisters in the Lord. If you're someone who is already, or if you haven't. Come into the kingdom of God and say, realize that God set you apart for this good news. He set you apart to be part of his kingdom and to be witnesses for him. And so that's what he's called us to be. And so we can embrace this. This is God speaking to us. And I just love it. You know, when you read read the word, read it in the first person. Read it as though you're sitting at the feet of God and he's speaking to you. He's letting you know. Because he is. Because he is exactly. speaking to you, brothers and sisters. He spe- Get excited, man. Cut through all the distraction of the world. The God of the universe has went through the Jewish people and created himself, became a man, okay? Became a man. Don't take that out of context. I see that. <laughs> became, <laughs> I see that coming. Became a man to proclaim this good news to the whole world, you included. So when you, do, when you read this, he literally is talking to you. It says in verse 6, including you. Who were called to belong to Jesus Christ, and what I, and I pray for revelation, guys, that you understand what that feels, what that means to belong to Jesus Christ. He's the Creator of all things from the beginning. He'll be here in the beginning till the end. His words never fade, and you belong to Him is what this this is proclaiming. But without further ado, we may get to verse ten. Dad, look at us go. <laughs> all right. So Romans uh, chapter one verse eight. And by the way, I uh, we are reading out of the NASB. I believe. No, ESV, excuse me. ESV. Yeah, ESV. Yeah, I think that's what you're. That's right. Okay. So, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. You want to keep going? Yeah, just go ahead and read through 10 if you want. Okay. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that someone by God's, someone, Somehow, excuse me, by God's will, I may now at last succeed in coming to you. All right. Yep. This is, uh, he just, this is just like, a. you know, it's like we, we encounter this, you know, this John, sometimes you're going and you got all these things going on and, and God's, you know, you're saying, I got to go do this, or you got things happening in your life and this and that. But sometimes you just break out. If you really love the Lord, sometimes you just break out and you just say, Lord, I love you, you know? Mm-hmm. You just take a minute, and that's what he's like doing here. He said first, I thank God. You know, it's like it's like he's going through that, and he's he's saying, hey, you know, he's writing this to a people, you know, trying to explain that. But then there's times that come in, and, you, and when you see it by the Spirit, you just see he just breaks into his little section of praise there, just thanking the Lord, realizing God, you did this. You know, I mean, you did this, and uh, and we and the Lord's been showing us that a lot lately john you know not to get off topic but the lord has been showing us how how praise and thankfulness is is a big powerful tool Amen. that god uses to accomplish a lot of things we think that we got it but the lord said be still and know that i'm god yep. he said praise him and you will see that he's going to work on your behalf i mean and that's what we see paul just coming from this standpoint of, of just thanking the Lord, no, you know, that of what he did for him and, and for, for the whole world. And I mean, how many of us need, I know I do, I need to do a little more praise than prayer sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. not discounting prayer at all, but pray. I mean, God has accomplished some of the things I'm begging him to do. It's already done. 
already have it in Christ, sometimes I just need to be thanking God and praising God for His finished work. So that's, that is definitely what the Spirit has had on our heart lately, is the power of praise in spiritual warfare, of just giving it to God and giving Him His glory that He deserves. And He just, something about it, man. He moves. He moves on that prayer. On that praise, absolutely. Okay, I, I do want to go to eleven and twelve, Dad, because that's that's a that's a good topic point. Um, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. And I like verse twelve. This is our talking point. That is that we may may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. And and I've always loved that that you, this is Paul, and he's the one writing this letter you know, teaching these people. He's the one that has, you know, has been commissioned by Christ's self. And he is saying here that I want to encourage you, but I also want to be encouraged by you. And how many of us can, can relate to that? You know, when you see somebody even newer or younger in faith, whatever the case is, and they, and, and their faith, and you just see their love for Jesus, or you see him searching, or you see him do something uncharacteristic and, and you see the character of Jesus, it, it's encouraging. We can all encourage each other. Absolutely. We all have something to offer, John, and that's that's such an important part. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, people don't realize it. And unfortunately, because of uh, sometimes the way uh, the body of Christ has been presented, it's it's been almost presented sometimes in some ways like, hey, you know, uh, you got your certain people that are the people that are uh, speaking the word or teaching or whatever and everybody else just sits there and, and listens you know and just that but no we're all we're a body everybody is needed i mean and, and you see that anybody's read the bible you're reading corinthians it talks about we're all members and no one can say you don't have no need of that and we're not going to go into that right now but i'm just saying everybody is needed and and it's so important to see these things and john's totally right i mean how encouraged are you, John? Sometimes, you know, you know how when you're sharing with somebody or even a brother or sister, when you see them and you see their joy for the Lord or you see them serving the Lord, it just excites you. It excites you in the spirit because you see the kingdom of God at work. You see God working through his people. And it really is encouraging. It's well, encouraging. It's because it gets lonely here in this world. Mm -hmm. It really does. It's like you get even you, you walk around this thing, you know, things are tough. You believe something you believe it with all your heart and you want to get excited about it and you want to high five about it. But most of the time people are just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah praise Jesus. But they, you know, there's just that there's a hunger in some people that just, and there's nothing, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. Everybody has their maturity, but it's so encouraging when you, when you see somebody on fire for the Lord for you like that, it, you don't feel so lonely in a world that we are, we, there's, it, we're a remnant. There's just not a ton. So you go to work and you go through your secular life all day and then you, you cross somebody that's praising the Lord and loving the Lord like you love them. That's huge. Maybe it's the, maybe you have been beat up so bad by the enemy and all of a sudden you see somebody right. praising God. That's a game changer right there. You say, you're right. not alone. I got a body. I got a brother. I got a sister. And anybody listening to this, if you're down, you got a brother. You got a sister. And we've all been through every with the whole body and taking account the whole body everybody's been through what you've been through somebody has and we're all there for each other so amen and it's so important i mean we we've said that a lot of times john on this uh on the podcast and and uh you know why stone reward uh, videos and stuff we always talk about how we we really do covet and and appreciate com your comments and you know because that encourages us it really is an That's encouragement right. you know if we see that 
that something that the Spirit is speaking to you has helped you, I mean, that's a blessing for us because that's our goal. We want God to be pleased. We want His body to be edified. You know, we want we want them to to to, to taste and see that the Lord is good, just like like we all have. That's and right. and so that's that's it's so encouraging when we when we get those comments. And all and all the brothers and sisters can attest to this. When you come into this life, you want to be used by God. You want Him to use you. You don't want to do anything else but what He wants you to do. And our prayer, guys, when we make these videos, is please, God, if you're not with us, we don't even want to do it. We we want you to be with us. And he, and, and he confirms that to us when you guys comment. So please, if it's anything ever touches you, tell us about it. I don't care if it's on YouTube. Our email's right there at the bottom of the screen. Email too. Uh, it's, yep. it, it helps Absolutely. us. And, and, and that, that is a giving right there. That is charity right there is to keep us encouraged because none of this has went with any kind of any small amount of spiritual warfare, all of it. You know, I mean, all the time I feel down and what am I doing this? It's, it's constant. But when my brothers and sisters tell me that they've been blessed or they needed to hear that, that's, that's encouragement. And that's very important. Yeah, and, and, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on, John, too, that's saying here, like up in verse, uh, you know, verse 9 and 10, when it talks about this, uh, before that, he talks about, by all means, pray for us. It talks about that in verse verse 9 and 10. It talks about how, you know, he wants to, he always in his prayers, asking somehow by God's will, I may now succeed. Always pray for us as well, you know, that, that God would speak to us, that he would direct us. You know that he would put in i mean we, we rely on the spirit to the beginning there's a lot of topics out there a lot of different things and we rely on the spirit to try to give us what he wants to speak about right now because right. it's not about what we want to do there's a lot believe me there's lots of things we love and we would love to talk about but we have to rely on the spirit to see what is needed at that time so always pray for one another i know we do and and we always mention and and just like paul says it's through this persistent prayer because that's what he was saying i'm always praying he said that i may now maybe be able to succeed in finally coming to you that's what he's talking about because he's constantly praying so there's a battle going on so we always have to pray for one another so that god's will can be unfolded in our lives yep and that's what's important guys not us test everything it's not us it's what god wants to do and and we're human so we'll we'll do things that we think can help god but it may not be what god wants to do even paul you know every every time he went into a town he went to the synagogue first but he was called to the gentiles and that's where he kept going to go to the gentiles and i'm not saying don't witness in every area you get i'm just to dad's point we need prayer too for guidance because we don't want to say what we think we know something about or maybe god just gave us personally we want something that you that somebody else out there needs and and pray for us that we get that but dad i think with the time we have we could right. end this in this passage and we can get yep. to to verse 15 and then we can stop oh man we can just blow it up on 16 on the next episode <laughs> i'm excited listen guys this is just the intro passage oh man there are so many riches and treasures in there if you've heard people say oh yeah he's always talking about riches in the word of god uh, what does that mean i'm going to tell you what it means it's riches that you can't see that touches your spirit you've got a spirit man inside you and it needs food just like your physical body needs food and man there are riches there are steaks and sirloins if you don't eat steak whatever whatever's a fancy food for you it's that all kinds of good stuff that build us up and we just got started we're going to finish here with verse 15. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and read, Dad. Or, Dad, do you want to read 13 through 15? Sure. It says, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus 
far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. That's right. And that's that should be saying something to somebody. He said both wise and foolish. Greeks, barbarians. <laughs> there is no partiality, that, no matter yeah. what. I mean, so that's keep right. that in mind when you're witnessing and you're looking at people, man, they'll never get it. It's not up to you. That's not right. up to you. God can do whatever he wants. His obligation yep. was both wise and unwise. That's right. And that's ours as well. And, you know, one thing that's speaking there, John, and, and again, I reemphasize the importance of of standing in prayer, because what does he say? You know, he wanted to come, but he was being prevented. It says right there, but thus far I've been prevented. Well, when you're preventing somebody, you're trying to stop somebody. This isn't just, uh, uh, you know, circumstances happen to no, know. I mean, some some there's powers behind the scenes that's fighting against this message. And so we've got to be in prayer. We have to battle with the with with the weapons of our warfare which is which is the spiritual weapons that we have through our faith through the sword of the spirit through our prayers and intercessions and things that we're doing this is how we're fighting this battle through our praise these are things that we're doing to fight this battle and and to realize that there's an enemy there's always been an enemy paul was very aware of that that's why he's saying i wanted to come to you it wasn't because i didn't want to come that I, i'm not there already Something has been preventing me, trying to keep me. But you know what? <clears throat> Ultimately, God's going to have his way. And I'm going to be there to preach the gospel to you. <laughs> That's some trust right there. We just know there's an enemy, so there's going to be bad things. And we know that we're built by fire. So God's going to allow us to go through some things to build perseverance, build endurance. And we know that. So, But God is still God, and that's what we can't lose sight of. He's going to get it done. It's done. It, he's going to finish it. He promises to finish the work he started in you. All the promises apply to you. But there is an enemy, and then there is the way you're built. So we always keep that in mind when we're going through some things, because sometimes it can be confusing. Uh, but yeah, guys, so next Wednesday, we're going to do this Wednesday or Thursday, and always, God willing, that is our plan. Wednesday is what we are going to shoot for every Wednesday, and we're going to get through Romans. And it's probably going to take us six years, but that's going to be six years <laughs> we're going to be together. Six years of reading Romans. Yeah, that's a, that's a short time frame, isn't it? <laughs> well, compared to eternity, okay? Yeah. It's real short. Yep. But guys, sick, uh, and like Dad said, the sword of spirit, this is how you sharpen it. Let's get that word in you. This is right. such a good, they're all good, but this is such good. This Romans is so rich, and I'm excited for y'all to learn it. I'm excited Amen. for y'all to get into it. I'm excited for feedback. And uh, Dad, you want to pray? We got two minutes. You want to pray for these brothers and sisters? Amen. And uh, we'll see them next week. Amen. Father, we just thank you for this time again, sitting at your feet and feeding from your table, Lord. We just thank you for you, for you, Lord, because you're the one, as you've seen, you, you, you raised up Apostle Paul to bring him, Lord, to so that he might be able to preach the gospel to the gentiles and be able to spread this message throughout the whole world and we thank you now lord that we're blessed to be able to have it to be able to meditate on it teach us lord what you want us to know let these words by your spirit go deep into our hearts lord show us how to apply them to our everyday life show us how valuable lord that we are to you lord and we and in turn that will produce the unending un 
unmeasurable love that we we have for you now, Lord, because of what you've done for us. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory and praise. Work now, Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.